Welcome to Style Class Podcast with me, Rose Jubb, wardrobe stylist. I've created Style Class so women can learn to style themselves to achieve their goals. Style is for everyone, and I'd love to teach you how to use it to your advantage. I've inspired and helped thousands of women to find what fits their bodies just as they are, increase their confidence, and set their goals higher. So let's get to class. Welcome everybody to Style Class Podcast. I have some fun news right off the bat that I'm going to be now doing two podcasts a week instead of just the one now that I've gotten the hang of it and how, you know, every time you implement something new in your business, you know, it takes a little while to get the hang of something. And then as soon as you do, like the process gets a lot faster. So now that the process has gotten faster, I feel like I need to up the amount I'm putting out there. And also it's really great content for my blog. So I'm going to put it out there too, because remember, I always have a blog post that matches up with each podcast. You get a little extra goodie. Um, you know, there's always some extra information and pictures that go along with the topic. And this week's topic, speaking of, is closet organization. Now I've talked about organizing your closet before, the steps that I take. Um, when I go to any client's house to kind of organize their closet, I usually have them go through before I get there because it can be a long and arduous process. Um, and it's very personal what you, when you, I always say, you know, what you hate, what doesn't fit you, um, and what you haven't worn in two or more years needs to kind of go live with somebody else. Um, so you donate it or you can sign it or whatever, uh, swap it with somebody else that's your size. Um, and then you get the sentimental things out of your view, you store them and you decide whether or not the things that are mendable, um, whether or not you're going to actually do it. And if you are, you put them in a bag, put them in your car and when you have extra time, then you can do it. So those are like the quick steps um, that I do. I did a cute closet organization video with my son last, this um, past Sunday and posted it. Um, so if you wanna see those steps kind of outlined, in a cute way where he totally hams it up and steals the show, you can do that. Um, but I thought today I'd talk about the actual mechanics of where to put things in your closet. Um, and this, of course, you know, applies differently to different closets because I know some people, if you live in an older home, um, the closets are going to be very small, almost like coat closets everywhere or just a rack and a you know, one shelf above it and then nothing. Um, so I have a few ideas um, and ways that I kind of help people manage their closet space. Um, the number one idea is, and I always say this to my clients and I've said it in the last podcast about this, but it bears repeating because I still walk into people's closets and there are board games stored, there are old photos stored, there are mementos stored and little boxes, you know, Lots of things are taking up the space that should be used for your working closet. And that's because um, your working closet is as long as everything in there, you really like it, it fits you, it's stuff you wear. It, the process of dressing is going to get faster and faster and faster for you because everything's there within reach. You can see it, it all fits, you all, you love it all, or at least like it all. Um, I hope you love it all, but if you don't, you have to at least like it. <laughs> um, but if it's all there in one place, it's going to get very fast, which means you're going to get more consistent about dressing and you're probably going to feel better about the fact that you're dressing. I mean, we all 
have those comfy clothes days where we're home and we don't we just want to be in sweatpants but if I have to present myself at all um, to people like in a place where there's potential clients or potential people that are going to refer clients to me or if they're going to see me on a video chat like I make the effort and dress up one because it makes me feel more put together and more productive and two because I conduct myself differently or conduct my life differently when I feel more put together. I'm more professional. I hold my head a little bit higher. I like want to get the attention that my style deserves. Like the, the hey, oh, what do you do for a living? And no, 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 no. You know, <laughs> the good stuff, attracting the good stuff. So that's my two big reasons for doing it. Um, and the reason you want your closet to be super easy is because the easier it is to get dressed, the more likely you're going to do it, the more likely these positive results are going to trickle out throughout your life. So let's talk about some of the mechanical things that I've used to make the getting dressed process faster. So one, take everything out of your closet that is not wearable or like getting dressed related. Um, I'm not saying everything that you wear is going to fit in one closet. Like your coats and your shoes might not fit in your closet. Maybe that's something you put closer to the entrance of your home. Um, but there are some tips and tricks to try to squeeze a lot of it into one closet space. Let's just go with the smallest possible closet I can think of. A coat closet um, that has a small bar and a shelf right above it. And that's it. So there's just a little bit of a hangable space and then a shelf bar, right? Or a shelf, uh, a <laughs> closet shelf, excuse me, <laughs> right above it. Um, so often when I walk into a closet, I will see three feet or so of unused space above the hanging bar. So maybe you put a box or two of whatever it is. If it's board games, they got to go anyway. They have to go find a new home. But let's just say you put a few shoes up there and some belts and it sometimes becomes a gathering place for like unwanted items or just random things you just throw up there and get out of the way. To really utilize that space, measure it and start thinking about could you put another shelf above it? Could you start folding your jeans and putting them on those shelves or big bulky sweaters and putting them on those shelves? Could you put a necklace holder up there? I like to have a necklace holder up there. Um, could you put uh, maybe a cube organizer, you know, those um, shelving things. I, I always get mine at, at Ikea, but measure and try to find one. You can always search on Amazon too, based on your dimensions, a smaller cube organizer. And maybe you can, maybe that's your opaque storage for your sentimental items, um, getting cubes up there or using it as kind of open shelving for sweaters and jeans and, or shoes. Um, I like to have shoe storage down below the hanging items, um, because I don't really care if dresses kind of, you know, go over the top of, or longer items, um, kind of disguise the shoes a little bit. I can push those, like pull those aside, like curtains, and there are my shoes at the bottom. So they're great um, shelving systems. Just measure before you go get something or order it online to make sure that you can get it into the closet. Um, my husband used a fun trick. The shelving unit that we got 
for our shoes was a, for our shoes down at our um, coat closet by our door. Um, the it was the exact dimensions of the closet. And you, if you put it together before, <laughs> quick tip, if you put it together before you put it in your closet, you may not be able to fit it in there. That's how small our coat closet was. You weren't able to like get it actually through the door and position it because it was just as wide as the closet. So in those smaller spaces, you may have to assemble the things inside the closet. So your, your shelves and stuff, um, if you can get in there and, and do it by hand, yeah, you might have to assemble some of it inside the closet. Um, but I think it's worth it when it comes to the storage. So shoes down below, hanging items, and then the shelves up top. Don't forget to utilize all that space all the way to the ceiling, whether it's in bins or boxes um, where you're storing things for the following season. Um, I like to store things for the following season in a separate closet but we have a lot of closets in our our place um, so if you don't have that you can always use under bed storage which is great because then you can just get the cheap clear um, shallow storage containers and slide those under the bed and they don't have to be opaque because they're going under your bed you're not going to see it i don't recommend um, clear storage bins inside the closet only because they just kind of get a little messy looking and we're trying to, the whole point of organizing your closet is to reduce mind clutter because this mind clutter is super stressful. Um, you don't realize your mind is working overtime by seeing all these things, but it is. Uh, so we want to use opaque storage units, um, storage containers in the closet. I have these great bins that are kind of faux leather wrapped they're just really slick looking and then you can pull them down and um, I keep old like sweaters in the summer go in there um, and vice versa. Summer stuff in the winter goes in there. Um, I also keep a little bit of the space on that uh, closet shelf for a necklace holder. Um, I have one that is a little bit taller and it kind of looks like a little mannequin with arms and then all my necklaces hang off of it. Well, some of them. I kind of have a lot, guys. Um, <laughs> if you have a little more space and you want to use something decorative that is also a you know, necklace organizer or jewelry organizer, I get, I've gotten to collecting these little, um, it's like faux taxidermy. You know how faux taxidermy is super popular right now, or it has been in the past. Maybe it's totally over and I'm just not up on my decor enough. But um, I use them. I found a bunch of faux taxidermy of like lions and tigers who have their mouths open and they're metallic, kind of all one color. And I've hung them um, in my bedroom, but you could definitely do it in a closet on maybe you have a side wall or... Um, a little empty, narrow, tall space next to the door to your closet would be nice and super convenient. Um, maybe you have a little wall space where you could hang them like one after another kind of stacked on top of each other with some space to let necklaces hang from them. Um, you could do it with faux deer antlers. You could do it with um, other animals with longer necks. I don't know, horses, giraffes. <laughs> You name it, you can hang jewelry off of it. Um, but yeah, I got a bunch of those and they kind of decoratively store my necklaces out. Um, so they're hanging nicely. Um, I can see them all. 
So I'm not wasting having this jewelry. I'm actually wearing it because I can see it and quickly grab something, toss it on and go. Um, so that's a great uh, thing to do is get those necklaces out of jewelry boxes because often mine always, well, I do also have a kid that's constantly in the jewelry boxes and this is a good option for hanging things outside high enough where he can't reach it yet. So hopefully by the time he's tall enough to reach it, he will forget how interesting they are or not be interested in necklaces anymore because <laughs> I'm screwed once he's tall enough. <laughs> You can also do, um, if you don't want to do the shoe storage on the bottom of the closet, you, if it's big enough, you can put a dresser on the bottom of your closet. You could put one of those cube organization things you get at Ikea or other places um, with the pullout cubes. You could put that at the bottom. Um, I do that in one of the closets, um, my son's toy room closet. We have a long... Um, kind of cube organizer that I keep all my super pretty shoes and purses in like my fancy occasion things that you know I wear constantly <laughs> so they don't need to be down with my you know daily wear shoes so I put those kind of displayed in a pretty way in that closet where I also keep kind of off-season items um, but yeah I did have to sometimes you have to take Get a little handy and take the closet doors off if you have the closet doors that are on kind of a rail or you know hang from above and slide basically slide in closet doors if you have those you may have to get a little handy or get some help and um, unscrew the little rail at the bottom or sometimes there's a guide in the middle at the bottom um, and then just pop them off the top rail to scooch in a dresser or a storage unit for the bottom. Um, but it's worth it in the long haul to really utilize all that space. So your homework for today is to go into your closet and take a look at all the, the space that you're not utilizing. Um, maybe you don't have a lot in your closet and maybe you have an extra big closet that's awesome. Maybe you wanna add some decor in there to make it pretty. I have a pretty clock in mine, some artwork that my son and I um, worked on together, which is, you know, it's nice and just makes the, the space feel like a boutique to me. Um, and that's a great tip too. If you, if you wanna spend more time in there, um, figuring out what you're going to wear and be happy about being in there. Maybe it should look more like a boutique to you. Um, if it's messy constantly and you can't find anything and it's really unorganized, you're not going to want to spend time in that space. You're not going to want to spend the time on yourself and you're going to let it slide. So organizing your closet and utilizing all the space is super important. And if you'd like more help or information, the e-course does go over closet organization as well. So thanks for listening to that portion of the podcast and making it all the way through. I'm now going to be adding a new uh, section of the podcast. That's right. And I'm going to name it something dorky and fun. So you look forward to me talking about it. <laughs> so today's segment is called Trending Trendy Trends. Cue the silly music. Yeah, that's right. We're going very high tech now. Okay, the trend that I wanted to talk about today on the podcast is um, something that I saw on Who, What, Where. 
if you don't know that blog, um, they're pretty rad. They've they've gotten big enough that you know they have designed things for Target's um, really cute things for Target. Um, their clothing section. I have a p- few pairs of shoes from Target that they created. My my favorite slides are actually from them. The trend I wanted to talk about was using sweaters in a way that they aren't usually meant to be worn. So instead of wearing them, you know, putting them on, using them as more of an accessory. Uh, I saw them, you know, not only tying it kind of up around your shoulders, but kind of down around your shoulders as well, almost like an off the shoulder kind of thing over an outfit. There was also a crossways tie that was like crossbody. It was really interesting. And I'll put pictures of these examples all out in the blog. It was just interesting. It was something I hadn't seen before and something that's trending right now. And sometimes interesting new things and trendy things um, can lend you, especially if you're a business owner that has to, um, or a mom with a side hustle or a small business, that you have to look on trend or you have to look up to date about something, if you have to look savvy, um, sometimes sprinkling in some style and some trends um, that fit you and fit your budget, just fit, still fit your style, but something trendy can make you look a little bit more savvy, can make you look a little bit more um, put together and knowledgeable because if you have it together and you're supposed to be the one that knows everything about this certain topic, if you look like you have it together and are with it, and I kind of hip, I'm so square if I say hip, um, if you look <laughs> like you have it together and hip, then you're probably going to know what you're talking about. Everybody's going to make like a lot of, you know, assumptions um, based on what you're wearing. You might as well use those assumptions to your advantage. So that's why it's important to sprinkle in a little bit of trends here and there. And also it can just make you feel nice that you're kind of, you know, with it. (laughs) All right. And now to end the podcast, I'm always going to end with a mom style must have. So this week's mom style must have is um, a pair of fashion sneakers. I talk about them a lot, um, but sometimes when I bring them up in person to people, people don't know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a fashion sneaker. So a fashion sneaker is not the traditional tennis shoe. Um, They can be very trendy, like um, a blush sneaker right now is super trendy, Um, but a mom style must have this week is fashion sneakers. And those are the ones um, that aren't really made for running. They're made for kind of walking around. Think about vans. So if you know what a van is, it's just kind of a simple slide-on sneaker. They have kind of a, um, a longer toe cap, which is the part of the shoe that goes over the top of your foot. Um, so they have a longer toe cap. They have all these fashion sneakers are coming out with so many different textures and colors and patterns. It's just some a fun, comfortable way to add a little spice to your wardrobe, add something that's super fashion forward, but very, very comfortable and very easy to mom in. And the reason I am coming up with the mom style must haves are because so many moms are listening to the podcast and I'm getting so many questions from them. And the majority of my clients are mamas. Really, this applies to anybody um, who 
has a lifestyle where they need to um, move around a lot. They're up and down. They're, you know, think about a mom's life. It's, you know, a million things at once. You got to be on your toes. You're probably not going to be wearing a lot of stilettos. So if you're, if you're not a mom and your life is like that, these are going to be great tips for you as well. So the fashion sneakers are a great way to work something casual in, and you can also, you can dress them up and you can dress them down. That's what's great about these. I mean, you're not going to probably wear them to a cocktail party, please. <laughs> and you're probably not going to wear them running, please, because you're going to hurt yourself um, or your foot. Um, but you are going to be able to kind of work them into a casual wardrobe, a business casual wardrobe, depending on your office environment um, or what your clients expect from you. But you can dress them. I've dressed them up with kind of cute slacks and a t-shirt and a long coat. Um, but I've also dressed them all the way down with like joggers and a t-shirt and a moto jacket. So they're really versatile. They come in all sorts of different patterns and styles. They're super duper comfortable. So you're going to look like you have it together, like you're with it, like you're trendy, but you're also going to be comfortable. You're going to be able to break into a sprint and grab your kid before he runs out into the street. Like I have to almost every day. <laughs> so that's my mommy must have for the mom style must have, excuse me. Got to get that right for the week. Um, and we will talk to you again on Monday. I'm going to be doing these podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. So if you have any questions you want me to address on the podcast, I am more than happy to help you out. Um, head on over to Style Class, um, either mystyleclass.com or the Facebook page for My Style Class. And the Instagram page for my style class, that is the handle for both of them. So head on over there, drop a question. I don't care where it is. I will keep track of it. If it doesn't have anything to do with the picture or the post that it's on, that's fine. Um, and drop a question there and I'm happy to address it. I also have a support group on Facebook. If you just search for style class support group, it'll most likely pop up. Just ask to be added. I just kind of um, vet whoever is asking. I just want to make sure that they're ladies, like real human ladies. So I make you ask to join, but then I will approve you. I'll just take a look at you and, and approve you. And then you can ask questions in there free of charge to a stylist. It's so cool. Um, and it's a fun little community of women as well. So enjoy that. Ask some questions. Happy to answer them and have a really great weekend, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Style Class Podcast. If you'd like more information about my e-courses or upcoming events, head to mystyleclass.com. For daily inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at mystyleclass. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and review. I so appreciate your support. If you're interested in private sessions with me in the Portland, Oregon area or virtual sessions from anywhere in the world, you can contact me at mystyleclass.com.